Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You my little boo thing. So I don't give a hoot what you do. Say, girl, I know. You a little too tame. I'll be shooting that shot like 2K. Girl, I know. Tell them I'm, tell them I'm next. Tell them you find a little something too fresh. I know. Tell them I'm, tell them I'm next. You know, it's sometimes cynical and negative world. 98PXY dares to feel good. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. This is Moose and Breezy's Vibe Check. Yeah. PXY Mornings on the number one hit music station. 98PXY. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. What's the vibe this Friday morning? Vibes are sky high. They gotta be. They gotta be. I made a beautiful cup of tea this morning, and then I realized there's absolutely no caffeine in it. I'm like, what am I doing? Just drink a cup of coffee. Just be a man. (laughs) Just gonna. I was like, oh no, I don't want to overdose on caffeine. It's sad how much you rely on caffeine. I don't rely on it. I enjoy it. I don't need it. I didn't have any coffee yesterday. It was fine. Sure. But I like it. It's hot. I like to put creamer in it. It has, It's right here next to me. You know what I mean? So much cream. So No, I don't. Just a tiny little splash so of almond milk. So much cream. Tiny little splash. Honestly, I wouldn't mind a nice iced coffee right now from Dunkin'. That'd be nice. Uh, hint, hint. <laughs> this is so classic. Who's here, Breeze? All of our friends are weighing in. I love it. Just all four. All, of them. all four friends. Everyone's just, they're pouring in both doors. <laughs> yeah. They can't stop running. 
Um, who is here? Megan's here. Good morning, Megan. What's up, Megan? She said, Moose and Breezy, I hope your weekend is absolutely flawless. I can't wait because <laughs> I have a weekend away with my hubby. Whoa, hey, what are you guys doing? Hmm? I don't know. Oh. Sounds great. What are you guys going to do? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You going to get after it? Good for you guys. You deserve it. Um, this person says, good morning, Moose and Breezy. Vibes are up. I won sweet tickets to the Bills game Sunday, so I'm super excited for that. Nice. Uh, if Moose is looking for a date in a nice warm suite for the game, hit me up. I love how everyone's just like constantly asking you on dates, but like nobody asks me. Maybe it has something to do with me having a positive attitude and you always being pissed. I'm not pissed. Negative. I'm pissed now. <laughs> I'm literally an optimist, but okay. Uh, yeah, you're an optimist. I guess maybe 60% of the time you're an optimist. Yeah, like always. 75. 75%. Um, the, Nora's here. She said, I'm in my good vibes because I'm still alive after a crazy person tried to pass me on snow-covered rolls and rolled their car in front of me. No way, Nora. Is that a true story? When did this happen? Not her making up random stories about people getting hurt this morning, probably. Somebody rolled their car in front of you? Where? Because they probably passed her going like so fast. I mean, that does happen. It's slick out there right now. It's snowed last night. Everyone, please be careful because honestly, like, I was, it took me like 10 minutes to get to work when it normally takes me two. This morning? Yeah. Oh, really? So bad. Oh my God. So bad. Couldn't (sighs) be worse. It was bad. They didn't salt Park Avenue? Oh, I don't. I was on the interloop, so. Oh, I don't okay. know. Um, this person says, "My good vibes start with myself." Um, as they should. Start with myself. Expecting. Huh? I'm 54, and as of this morning, um, you're 55. <laughs> what is this Morse code? I would like to give a happy birthday shout out for my sister, Vanessa. Her and I share today, January 19th. Hey, happy birthday. Even though we're a year apart. Happy birthday. Really? Yeah. Morning coffee, Gary. Gary. Was that Gary DoorDash guy? I don't know what you do, Gary. I'm sorry for assuming. You're just making stuff up. Yeah. um, Well, happy birthday, man. You and your sister. I hope you guys enjoy. And... uh, it being Friday today, a lot of people, they're not going to let this weather stop them. A lot of people are going to the Bills game this weekend. A lot of people are going out to dinner tonight. Happy hour, huh? Everybody going to get dressed up in their dresses? I'm absolutely out. I'm going to go, uh, I'm, I'm heading over to Red tonight with a couple of friends. If you see a gentleman at the corner with a cocktail in his hand wearing a nice pressed suit jacket, it's probably my buddy. <laughs> Uh, So I'm looking forward to that, but the vibes are up this morning, and uh, you know, it's Friday, it's payday, it's 24 for the high today, it it could be worse. I'm never paid the same, like, every paycheck's different, (laughs) I'm like, I don't... I don't know what's going on here. But it, it fluctuates. I one, totally one get it. One week I get $3, the next week I get 3000 I'm like, I don't, like, I don't know what's going on. It's like one week you have endorsements and bonuses, the other week they forgot you work here. I, it's so strange. No. Anywhoosenheimer. Um, this person says, I would invite Breezy, but she seems like she has a busier social life than Moose, so I pass. It's not true. I do things. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. 
So last night I was staring at the ceiling <laughs> with my friend Space Buddy. Coming up. Oh, God. Coming up You're not going to ask show. me my vibes? That's rude. Couldn't be more rude. Well, just get to them. What are they? I don't know. I'm going to good luck tonight. I'm excited. Oh, that's right. You're going with eight of your closest friends. Yeah. Um. I love that restaurant. It's I know. Top I haven't three been there for in me. so long. It's the top three for me. So I'm I'm excited to sling it. Make sure you get the blueberry margarita. <laughs> I don't even know if they have know. that. Like what? That's why I was making it poor enjoy the other night. Yeah. It would look delicious, by the way. But <sighs> uh I mean you go to good luck. Who doesn't love the burger there? <laughs> well, vegans. But it is uh one of the best items on the menu, my personal opinion. Oh, it's so good. Have a good time though. No, I will. I mean, like, you know, we're going to get dressed up. We're going to do the whole thing. Yeah. So you'll be at good luck. I'll be at red. Maybe we'll meet somewhere in the middle. It's giving bouge. Yeah. So what? You know, why not? We work our asses off all week. You know? I know. True. True, true, true. <laughs> I guess I you just call got it paid, that. you know, a thousand dollars more than I normally get paid. So let's, let's, <laughs> let's sling it. Let's go. Say, hey, guys, I, I just came in into a little bit of money. So I'm coming to some I, money. I got this tonight. Don't worry about it. It sucks that our job is broadcasted live because, you know, HR could hear this at any given moment and oh, retrieve yeah. the money, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, coming up, guys, I want to talk about what's happening at the Strong Museum this weekend. A big exhibit. Talking about Barbie, one of my absolute faves. Oh, my God. Fraud. <laughs> He's like, couldn't stand the movie. I hate women's rights. I'm like, all right. So Coming up next great. on PXY. You, too, can be the center of attention. Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. 98PXY, the number one hit music station. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Big weekend, you guys. The Strong Museum is opening its Barbie exhibit. Oh, you're pumped. Saturday. It's going to allow children to learn about professions and be adventurous. That's what it's all about. And this is my favorite exhibit. I wait all year for this. The exhibit will feature dolls that represent female leaders, including aviation pioneer Amelia Earhart, NASA scientist Katherine Johnson, Olympic gymnast Lori Hernandez, nursing pioneer Florence Nightingale, and radio personality slash waitress Breezy. I can't wait. Slash Braider. What? Slash Comedian. Oh, yeah. There's a slash... lot of titles. A lot of titles. Uh, guests can also take their pictures inside a Barbie box and customize the picture. So you can walk in there. You choose the career that you want. It takes your photo. It's actually pretty cool. And then in addition, the Mary Therese Friel modeling agency is going to host a career-inspired show in the museum uh, museum's Paycheck Theater. That's going to be at one thirty p.m. at Strong. So that's cool. A lot of people are going to be hitting up uh, Strong this weekend for that exhibit. Also, just a quick update, you guys, from that train that hit that car in Fairport yesterday, or excuse me, on Wednesday, dragging it three-quarters of a mile. Uh, Fairport resident Bill Evans said he was driving by before the crash. He's the guy that pulled him out safely. He's a trained firefighter. And uh, he he got the man to safety. He helped him out of the car and uh, got him a safe distance away before the train came, demolished the vehicle, dragging it down the tracks three quarters of a mile. 43 years as a firefighter and 45 years with 911 helped me when I uh, and I happened to be at the right place at the right time. I mean, who better to save someone than that guy? Yeah. Nutty. Wow. Glad everybody's okay, though. For sure. 
All right. If you're looking for some extra cash this weekend, you can get your side hustle on. All you have to do is drive to Buffalo. Oh, God. The Buffalo Bills um, are looking for volunteers to help with snow removal ahead of the divisional playoff game against the Chiefs on Sunday to assure safety at Highmark Stadium. Those interested can expect it to be paid $20 an hour and be provided a warm break area. Participants must bring a valid ID, proper winter clothing, their own shovels if possible, and you must be... um, over 18, and if you're not over 18, you need your working papers. The yeah. thing about this is, like, this are is, they paying them $20 an hour and a ticket to the game? No, no, nothing is talked about as far as a ticket. This is, this is crazy to me that they're doing this again. They sent out a mandatory email to their employees that everybody needs to come on Saturday morning and, and help shovel, and they need to bring their own shovel. Four people showed up. They're like, we're good. Not to mention, I love the Bills, but this is absurd that they're making people do this. And you have people like Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium. They have snowmobile removers between the seats. They can get rid of snow in that area. And we're making people bring bring their own shovel. I mean, and even though they did bring their own shovel for last weekend, when I showed up to the stadium, nothing was touched. We had to brush off our own seats. You can't get enough people there in there. Was no, there was no room. It even looked like for people to sit. There wasn't. People were just climbing over seats. It was just barricaded in snow. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, there's got to be a better way. It's like, hey, we have guests coming. Hurry up and clean up for us. <laughs> so with that raving review, um, the first shift starts today at 2 in the afternoon. For more information, you can email JK Snow Event 2024 at gmail.com. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it would be a fun experience for some people who are a little bit younger, but uh, tough job for sure. But got to make room for the Chiefs game. Coming up on the show, Lauren from Brighton says her 15 year old daughter wants her belly button pierced. Oh, no. Is that too young, or am I being an over controlling mom by telling her absolutely not? Uh, I have a feeling a lot of people listening might be able to weigh in on this one today. Let us know what you guys think after we get to Lauren's message for Parental Confidential. It's coming up next on PXY Mornings. Just when you think you've got life figured out. You're a parent now. Moose and Breezy hear your dilemmas. Completely anonymous. And 100% supportive for another episode of PXY Mornings. Parental Confidential. How many of you listening this morning have teenage daughters with piercings? How young is too young? How old were you when you first got your piercing? Uh, My ears pierced at like... Oh, well, the ears. Anything else? I don't know. My... I asked my mom to get my cartilage pierced when I was like 16. Your, your nose? She, no, your, my cartilage. My, oh, back there. Sure. And um, she was like, no. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm already on my way up to Rochester to do it. So I'm going to just do it. And then she called me back and was like, okay, you can. I was like, she, I don't and know. then it got massively infected. Oh, Oof. You don't want that. Lauren from Brighton sent a message the other day that her daughter's calling her a controlling, overprotective mom because she won't allow her to get a belly button piercing. And her daughter's 15. 
So is that too young? Here's the message. My 15-year-old wants a belly button piercing. She wanted it for over a year now. She always asks politely, but I always say no. Mm. Well, now she's calling me controlling because a majority of the girls in her school have them, and she feels left out. She's a cheerleader, and a very good one. And a bunch of the other cheerleaders have theirs pierced, and they wear them without getting in trouble because the uniform isn't a crop top like other teams, and they have to cover them up with a Band-Aid. My daughter reminds me of this constantly. My husband says, absolutely not. Because any girl who has any kind of navel piercing is an easy target for boys. He says in school, if him and his friend saw any girl with a belly button ring, that was a sign that they were down to have sex. <gasps> oh my God. I don't know how true that is. I think my daughter wants to be like her friends, but I don't want her sneaking off to do this on her own. And then it gets infected, like you said. Right. Or she starts hiding stuff from me and her father. Does anyone else agree 15 is too young? Or am I being just too controlling um, to tell her she can't have a belly button piercing? Thanks, Moose and Breezy. Appreciate you getting back to me. Love the show. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, 585-252-9800. Anyone have any help? Is this too young for a girl the age of 15 to get pierced like that? Uh, what, what is there? A, by the way. You go to Pier- Piercing Pagoda in the mall. That's what I did. Is when that I got- still a thing? <laughs> I don't think so. But that's where I, I went to, to, get, to get my ear pierced. Or icing. Don't you have to be 16? I'm sure there's ways to get around with it. You know. Yeah, but you could do it earlier with cons- with parent parental consent. You Which, just have to sign something. Like, oh, right. yeah. No, oh, you're telling I me nobody's forged Jessica. that? Yeah. No, they don't care. I mean, the people piercing don't care as long as they get your money. All my friends, senior year of high school, went away for to uh, spring break. Mm-hmm. They all went to South Carolina and Myrtle Beach, and uh, I just I wasn't allowed to go for whatever reason, and I just wanted to do something crazy. So my cousin picked me up and brought me to Grease, Grease Ridge Mall, and I went to Piercing Pagoda and pierced my left ear, and my father would not talk to me for three days. So my grandma from Sicily was flying in, and he's like, she can't see that. You take that out right away. So I had to take it out, and then when she left, I repunctured the hole myself. (laughs) It was a bad experience. That's so bad. But I did it, and then I kept it until I was like 25. I went through this phase in college where I was just getting a new piercing every weekend. Like, I worked... I worked at a restaurant Friday nights and I'd make a hundred dollars cash a week and I would go to the mall instantly on Saturday mornings and get a new piercing and a new outfit for the next night. Like what? A new piercing and a new outfit. All right. Let's see if we can help our girl Lauren out here. We got text coming in. First one's uh, Megan is at the door. She says, if you think she's responsible enough to take care of it, then just go for it. I had mine pierced at 15 and loved it. Uh, the only thing I did was remove it for pregnancy reasons mm. 11 years later. Mm-hmm. It's a long time to have it. A couple of texts coming in right now said, my parents made me wait until I was 16 for my cartilage and 18 for anything else. This person said, I got mine done when I was 15. My mom took me because she knew I would get it done one way or another, and she wanted to make sure she was there to support me. Yeah. My dad was not thrilled at the time. No but dad But I do is. think my mom made the best decision. I'm 28 now and still have my belly button pierced, and I've never... F- and have never felt like it was associated with me being a slut whatsoever. Mm. Oh. 
Well, speaking of that, Kristen weighs in. Can't and feel says, like a slut with your mom right there. What in God's name is this dad talking about? It's a target to have sex with girls if they have a navel piercing. What school did he go to? I don't know. Instant turn on. It's probably Olympia. Uh, if mom had let me do it, I probably wouldn't have had my best friend do it in his girl's friend's living room. Hold on. Let me read this again. If my mom had let me do it, oh, I probably wouldn't have had my best friend do it in his girlfriend's living room. Uh, mine got infected. Yeah, it sounds like it would. If she's responsible enough to take care of it, I say absolutely go for it. 15 is not too young. And then this person, oh, this is interesting. I agree with this dad. Piercings on young teen girls like that are total trash and tacky looking. She's too worried about looking like all of her friends. This is a perfect situation for this mom to teach her daughter to not follow the crowd and be different. I think it's so crazy because, like, I'm shocked that belly button piercings and navel rings are still in. I mean, right now, clean girl aesthetic is all the craze. And clean girl aesthetic is no belly button piercing, I'll tell you that much. What about tattoos? Mmm... I guess I guess tattoos and clean girl aesthetic would just be like lines. No like butterflies light, on the lower like back. Light drawings. The tramp stamps. The tramp See, stamp. the belly button piercing is the tramp stamp of the front. Sure. In my opinion. I kind of agree with in you. In my opinion. Um That was not such a big thing. Saying <laughs> either or is wrong. I just personally wouldn't get it, either of them. Uh, yeah, it was such a big thing in the 2000s. You dated a lot of girls with tramp stamps, and I know that for a fact. <laughs> what makes you say that? Uh, I, just, I just know that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not saying you're wrong. Claire is here. Claire says, I think the parents here are a little drama. If anything, wait until your daughter turns 16 and then take her. It's not a big deal. It's mm. cute, and she won't have it forever. It's just a te- <coughs> it's just a teenage girl thing to do, and also she's a cheerleader. Let her be proud of her body while she's still got it. Uh, oh thank gosh. you, Claire. Thank Not you. Sexualizing the daughter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, honestly, Lauren, I say if you seem like you're on the fence about this, a lot of texts are coming in. We couldn't get to take her. Just just let her do it. It's not a big deal. I mean, I don't know when she's going to be. If you if it makes you feel better, wait until she's 16. But it sounds like no matter what, she's going to get it done with or without your consent. Right. And you, you know might I mean? as well make sure it's done right so she doesn't end up with an infection. And then your insurance is all of a sudden going up because her belly button's falling off. Kyle right. XY. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't want her girl. You don't want her best friend's boyfriend doing it in his living room. Oh, I knew this girl once in middle school pierced her ass cheek. Oh, my God. Herself. I was like, how do you sit? She's like, it doesn't matter. Herself? How many mirrors did it take I to know. get? No. A lot of angles. It's like a fun house in there. Oh. Yeah. You know, in high school, everybody had the tongue piercing, but they also oh, yeah. pierced, you remember, between the eye sockets, like in the oh, top nose? God. Yeah. The eyebrow, the eye sockets, the bull ring, the tongue. The bull ring. <sighs> I was always into, you know, I was always into the girls that had the bull ring nose. And we all know why. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, we do? Sure do. No, I just thought it was it was different, you know? It was cute. Um, all right. <laughs> we'll do another Parental Confidential on Monday. Oh, it was different, all right. But Lauren, let her get the piercing. It's going to be totally fine. She seems like she's a good kid. <laughs> and more to come. Yeah. 
98. Meet me at Rochester, New York. Each passing hour, they dance around the clock to the bright tunes of different countries around the world. Guess what day it is? counties up the Genesee Valley with Rochester as the focal point. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs and go to the window and stick your head out and yell, Thank God it's Friday! Rochester was one of the first boom towns in America. It's Friday in the Flower City. Flowers, flowers. You know what time it is. Are you ready? The heart of the city has a booming, beaming, stronger than ever before. PXY mornings with Moose and Breezy. Your weekend. Welcome to the show. It's PXY Mornings with Moose. That is Breezy Breeze. Happy Friday, you guys. Thanks for starting the morning off with us. Currently 14 degrees outside, looking at a high of 24. Some flurries today, this afternoon. But what are you going to do? What are we going to do? Is it better than rain? Yes. Yesterday on the show, Breezy, during our There I Said It segment, went off on a total rant about people who own dogs. Okay, not about people who own dogs, but people who... People that can't seem to leave them for more than 45 minutes at a time. That's really what it was. Yes. And these type of people won't make plans or they'll leave dinner early because 45 minutes have gone by and they have to run home to their pet. So, well, of course, somebody who owns a dog was not going to take a liking to Breezy's comments yesterday morning. So our boss, Mike Danger, gets a phone call from this listener saying she would like a formal apology from Breezy. Um, We have Gina on hold. But before we get over to her, let's take a listen to Breezy offending a few people from the show yesterday. If you can't leave your dog for more than an hour... You're the problem. You, this has and got you, you are rattled. contributing to not only your own anxiety, but your dog's anxiety. Listen, I'm not saying that people can't love their dog. I think it's very healthy. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a great bond situation for you and your dog. And I know some people are literally obsessed with their dogs. Yeah. I don't get that personally, but like I love that for them. But when your dog is debilitating your social schedule or your work-life balance or your calendar, Sure, that's when things are really, really an issue. And you're literally relying on your dog as a crutch to get you out of social situations. Hmm. Interesting. I stand by what I said. <laughs> Let's get over to Gina. Hi. Good morning, Gina. Hi. Is Breezy there? She, oh. Yeah. The stage is yours. Full is. Full is. What's up, girl? <laughs> I think we know what you want, Gina, but go ahead. Breezy, I just want to say that I am beyond disappointed in you and your take about my dog. What? I don't even know your dog. I am so offended that you would even have the nerve to insinuate that I would use my dog as a crush to get out of social situations. My dog is my child, and I love my baby Rufus with all my heart. Okay, that's fine, but... I just think that sometimes people are a little over the top. I just think you were in the wrong. I think you offended a few people. I was in the wrong? 
Yeah. Gina, what is your dog's name? Yeah. Rufus. Oh, oh hi. Yeah, that checks out. I love that name. And what kind of dog yeah. is it? A miniature pig. Got it. Mm, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Got it. So what are you looking for? An apology? Um, I just want to know how she can sit there and say I'm wrong for loving my child. Like, would you tell a parent to leave an event because their child is sick? It's like the same exact thing. Eh, it's not the same exact thing. It's not the same exact thing. Do you have any kids of your own, Gina? Aside from the dog? <laughs> aside from Rufus, do you have, uh, like, actual children? I actually don't. Okay, so yeah, Rufus is your child. That makes sense. And that's fine for you, but, I mean, listen, I grew up with multiple dogs at multiple different stages of my life, and nobody stayed home from work or school because we had a dog. Like, we would be gone for, you know, whatever a work day is, eight hours, and we would come home and the dog would be the same as it was when we left it. So this whole notion of... Everyone nowadays saying they can't leave their dog for more than an hour or two at a time is genuinely just like BS to me. It's it's not right. Does it upset you when you see an individual um, pushing their dog in a stroller down Park Avenue? No, I mean, pop off. Like, I would switch places with that dog any day. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when I'm, like, hanging out with friends and I'm like, let's go out tonight. And they're like, we can go out for, like... A little, but like, I got to get home to Priscilla. It's like, what? I side with you just about anything, but this is where I draw the line. Like, it's a child. Like, would you leave your child starving? Like, you have to get home to feed your child. You have to take them to the bathroom. Like, you have to take them out. That's would true. Would you leave a pamper, a dirty pamper on them? No, you wouldn't. Okay. Exactly. And so, like, I speak for all the dog mamas when I say, your take was disrespectful and uncalled for. Yeah, I like, agree. Shame on you. I agree. Oh, my God. Well, I speak for all the mamas with real-life human babies who are offended by your take as well, that you're comparing your dog to their child. You didn't birth Rufus. Give me a break, Gina. And I'm not but trying I'm to be disrespectful. I know you love your dog, and that's fine. And I love that for you. You have something that brings you joy. Mm. Beautiful. But you have to admit that there are some people out there that will not leave their house because they have a dog. And I think that's not the vibe. I would rather be home with my dog than hang out with someone like you. Oh, mm. okay. Well, not you throwing stones from your glass house. I know. I envy you, Gina. It's tough in here. Shut up! <laughs> and not to mention, like, I understand where you're coming from, Gina. I'm almost 40, so I'm assuming my sperm count is low. You know, if <laughs> like I... one. <laughs> I, you know, if I can have a dog and, you know, call that my child, I would absolutely do it, so... You know, bless you and bless Rufus. You know, you guys sound very happy with Thank one you. another. Yeah, absolutely. I, what are you guys I, doing this weekend? I, <laughs> you staying in, braiding each other's hair? What are you doing? Gina, you're not going to, you know what? It's so hard to get through to a brick wall. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Someone that doesn't have dogs. Right, exactly. And literally you have grew, children? She literally, grew up, she, literally grew up with five dogs. She but, grew up with okay. five dogs, but paid zero attention to them.
it's a difference when you grow up with them, and it's a difference when they're your child. Amen. It's like having a sister and having a child. I it's agree. It's a total different thing. I agree. Okay. Thank Again. you. Gina, we got we to gotta take a break, and I trust me, I don't want to, but thank you so much for the call. You're welcome. Shame on you. <laughs> Bye, Gina. Tell Rufus I say hello. Give Rufus my best. Here's an idea. Be a part of the show. Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. The number one hit music station. 98 PXY. Here we are off the air. We're discussing, you know, just future travel plans and flights and things of that nature. And Moose is like, I don't know. There's something about flying uh, next weekend. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a little bit scared. And I said, oh, it's okay. I'm sure everything will be fine. And then I read this story. Nobody was hurt after a plane <laughs> slid off the runway at Frederick Douglass Greater Rochester International Airport due to snowy conditions on Thursday. Literally slid off the runway. Uh, airport op- officials say that 50 passengers and three crew members were on board when an American Airlines aircraft veered off into the grass while taxiing after touching down safely. So it's not like they were, I don't know if they were coming in hot and they were just trying to like slow down, you know, aerodynamic or if they were just like driving to the. I think what had happened was they were turning and they ended up on the grass. I think they landed safely, but when they were heading to uh, the gate. It slid off. Uh, I don't think it was very serious, but in that situation, obviously you're going to get was paramedics, hurt, you're going to get police, yeah. and right, everybody right, right. shows up to make sure everybody's oh, okay. Oh, it was a whole rigmarole. Yeah. And a fellow passenger said that they could feel the plane tilt after it slid off the taxiway. Um, and, you know, the the passengers were, were okay, but they were just chilling on the plane for over an hour. Yeah. Um, as a lot of like crews and things came out. Isn't that the worst thing is when you finally land and right. you're ready to exit the plane and you got to sit around for an hour or two. And the flight was coming back from Miami. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they come back from this like nice, beautiful bronze vacation and they're sliding off the runway in Rochester with a bunch of ice and sleet and snow. I book a trip back. <laughs> I'm glad everybody's okay in that situation. Yes. Big weekend, you guys. Strong Museum is opening its Barbie exhibit. You're definitely the one to talk about this, for sure. <laughs> you literally hate Barbie. You couldn't get her more. No, I don't. Despise her. Saturday. This Saturday, children will learn about professions and be adventurous. This is my favorite exhibit. I wait all year for this. But the exhibit... They've literally never done this before. They will feature dolls that represent female leaders, including aviation pioneer Amelia Earnhardt, uh, NASA scientist Katherine Johnson, Olympic gymnast Lori Hernandez, nursing pioneer Florence Nightingale, and radio personality slash waitress Breezy. Uh, and Brader. And, and comedian. <laughs> comedian. Okay. And TED Talk speaker. Have you ever done stand-up? In smaller groups. You're not a comedian. To guests, my friends. Guests can also take their picture inside a Barbie box, which is kind of cool. Not you first in line. <laughs> they can customize the picture by choosing a career. In addition, the Mary Therese Friel Modeling Agency is going to be hosting a career inside uh, the museum's Paycheck Theater at 1.30 p.m. This is my big break. 
Yes, it is. Maybe I'll get scouted. Um, <laughs> while we're here, while we're on the topic, why don't you give your review for Barbie, the movie? What did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was fine. Why? Like, what do you mean fine? I don't know. I just, I didn't think it was like, it wasn't my favorite. I thought it, there was some parts that were great. I think Ryan Gosling was the, um, he had a lot of great comedic timing in the film. Um, yeah, the 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 movie about women. You loved the male actor. Sure, 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 sure. I, What's I, wrong with that? I think he did a great job. Okay, that's. I think fine. there was a couple of other actresses that were really good. What's her face? The one that played um, the one that was in the movie. You're like the one she that played was, Barbie. No, like she was outcast. She was outcasted. Outcasted. Yeah, America Ferrera. No, no, no. The woman that was outcasted in the movie, but she sat at the top of the hill. Oh, weird Barbie. Weird Barbie. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> because you could relate. Uh, coming up on the show, yesterday I happened to be in line at a local sandwich shop or salad joint, whatever you want to call it. And the girl in front of me had to pay for her boyfriend's meal. <laughs> and the words out of her mouth were, this is the last time I'm sick of dating broke men. I couldn't believe what I witnessed. Oh my God. You ever been with a guy you really love, but he's constantly broke? No. Do you stick it out with him or say goodbye? We're going to talk about it coming up next on PXY. 98 PXY is free and always will be. I love my boyfriend, but he's constantly broke. Oh, no. How many of you dated or are currently dating someone with no money? 585 uh, no judgment here. I think a lot of us have been through some hardships in our day, but... Uh, or the fact when you start dating someone, you become broke because you're paying for double of everything. Not like all the time. Well, that depends who Not you're dating. all the time. Sure. But, you know, you want to you want to treat your partner. Right. Or uh, most people do, at least. Welcome back, you guys. Uh, you got Moose and Breezy on PXY Morning. Snow is coming down right now, so if you're out in the roads, please be careful. It's a little slick. Uh, we're asking the hard-hitting questions this Friday morning. How long do you wait for your man to get his finances in order before you say, I've had enough, and you leave his ass? Mm. Now, I'm not talking about college students. We've all been there. You're just starting life. You're figuring out a career that you're passionate about. Right. And at that stage in our life, we're, I mean, we're all broke anyways, unless your dad owns like 20 wealthy car dealerships, Sure. in which case none of us can relate to you. Yesterday, I'm running errands after work. I hit up a core life for lunch because I'm a healthy guy. (laughs) In front of me is an attractive girl with her boyfriend. And they both look to be close to, I'm going to estimate 30s. Okay. And this girl goes up to the counter and says to him, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, oh, no. Here he comes. She doesn't say it politely either. That's why I start zoning in. Because I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of Because you can't mind your own business. Not for a second. And she, because she's hostile about it. Something's bothering her. So now I'm pretending to read the menu, but I'm full of crap. I know what I'm going to get. Right. The only thing I'm doing now is focusing in on their entire conversation. And he's like, yeah, let me, um, let me get that uh, Southwest bowl with everything. And then she smacks her lips. She goes... You always got to be extra and get everything. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is going to be even better than I thought. Because you know when a woman smacks her lips, she means business. Guys, let me tell you how you can spot a broke guy from a mile away. Because they all have the exact same pose. Tell me. I have seen this time and time again. Watch. Next time you're out, you see a girl paying for something at the counter. 
Look for her guy standing directly behind her with his arms wrapped around her waist. That dude has no money. I've seen it thousands of times. You know mm-hmm. the pose I'm talking about, Breezy. They're clenching on for dear life. <laughs> he is. Listen, no guy wants to be with a very high-maintenance woman. But even more than that, there isn't a woman out there that wants to be with a broke guy. I don't care how good he is to her. After a while, she's going to get sick of babysitting. Mm-hmm. Being broke is not attractive. I speak from experience. I was broke for a long time. Don't, don't. You're like the majority of my life. No, I wouldn't say that. I've had ups and downs, but, you know, builds character. Sure. Don't bother getting into serious committed relationships when you're dead broke. I'm telling you, it never ends well. So then I get my salad and I'm next to pay in line because I'm waiting on this couple in front of me. So they cash out and the woman is like, it's going to be forty-seven fifty. And the girl looks at her boyfriend and just nods in disgust. <laughs> Those are expensive. Forty-seven fifty. Did Expe- Jesus handcraft the salads himself? <laughs> I'm like that. What did they get? What did he get? Then the cashier goes, "Would you like a drink with that?" And the girl looks at her boyfriend and he goes, "Uh, I'll just get like a water cup." <laughs> She's like taking out a mortgage at Core Life Eatery. Wait, I'm dead. But after a while, you gotta be like, I think we're good here. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, granted, everybody goes through, you know, their speed bumps in life. Mm-hmm. But especially, I feel like, as a guy, you you can't you can't have it. She, nobody wants that. She just, just her energy alone in that, in that story yesterday, you can feel it. It was uh, frustration and disgust. Because there's no attraction after that. There's no, no way. No. Right? No. Absolutely not. And it's just less and less attractive when somebody's not willing to meet you where you're at. And I understand everyone's financial situation is different. But like, so for example. You both have to be able to carry your weight, right. I think. My friend was dating somebody who, I don't know how it got brought up, but the the my friend's girlfriend at the time found out how much they made. At their job. Yeah. And she never paid for a thing ever again after that. See, after uh, she found out how much they made. You think that's she's in the wrong for that? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Just because your salaries are different, like, doesn't mean that they're now your sugar daddy. No, I agree. I've been very lucky. Like, I, I've I've come across some really great women that... They all just out of respect, they offer, you know what I mean? Like, let right. me, let me pick this up. I got it. I was like, no, you, you, you don't have to, but any guy appreciates a woman that even just offers whether okay, she's going to pay or not. Okay. But like, okay. So yes, I agree with that. Like on like first couple of dates, but when you're in a full blown committed relationship with somebody offering, isn't enough. Like you have to, you have to put your money. No, right I, I never, at some yeah, point. we're we're talking about like when you guys are committed and right. you really start to get serious one another. Yeah, hundred percent. And like someone who's just like freeloading and mooching is just not the vibe. Angela's weighing in. She says, "My boyfriend is thoughtful, creative, and trustworthy, but unfortunately, oh, he's one of those guys that's always broke. He's twenty nine, but just always in between jobs. Trust me, it's tough." 
uh, never being able to go or do anything because everything is too expensive. Mm -hmm. I feel guilty saying it, but Moose is correct. I have lost attraction to him. See? Mm -hmm. After a while, man, you just got... there's a life... There's a life that, you know, certain people want to live, whether that be some are bougier than others, of course. But like even going out to get a bite at Applebee's, like, oh, I can't swing it. It's like it's half off apps. They're like, still can't swing it. It's like And see, okay, I was the dude who I, I I happened to a couple years back date somebody that was very bougie and high maintenance. Sure. You know. Had to go to the Waldorf Astoria, had and I was in no place to do any of those things, right? And it caused friction in the relationship. However, I was very honest and upfront. Sure, I said, "Look, the money I make, I don't. I, you got a lot of friends who are millionaires. You do very, very well." I said, "That's not where I'm at. I'm a little bit of a starving artist out here in Los Angeles," and that bothered her. So I tried to mess with her to bring her, you know, humble her a little bit. Yeah. I pulled up to a Chili's once in the parking lot, and she lost it. Lost it. It was Friday night. I said, I'm picking you up. I'm going to take you somewhere. I brought her to Chili's. She wouldn't get out of the car. I was like, this, I don't think this is what the person do? for me. Car side to go? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she was genuinely upset. Oh I'm not going in there. Gosh. I'm like, oh, why? They have good ribs. <laughs> you would know. I would. Nancy says, if I've learned anything in my life, it's if a man is showing effort and doing the absolute best he can with what he has, then keep him. Uh, she goes on to say, a lot of guys out there will make good money, but treat you like trash. You decide, but you can't always have both. Well, you can't, you, you can have both. It's just, you, you can have both. And let's go to this guy. He didn't leave a name, but we'll call him Jonathan. Jonathan, Jonathan said, why are we limiting it to men being broke? I've dated plenty of broke women. Okay. You're triggered. You're triggered. It's fine. Either way is fine, but. You know what you should do? We should take a photo of the post that I saw yesterday. How every broke guy stands yeah. holding his hands around a, a woman's waist that's paying for his meal. <laughs> yeah, I have a tripod. Okay, we'll and get I think it. a couple dollars cash in my purse. <laughs> you think you could spot me? <sighs> yeah. Just, an, just We'll do an IOU. I'll Venmo request you. 98PXY. Meet me at Rochester, New York. Each passing hour, they dance around the clock to the bright tunes of different countries around the world. Guess what day it is? counties up the Genesee Valley with Rochester as the focal point. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs and go to the window and stick your head out and yell, Thank God it's Friday! Rochester was one of the first boom towns in America. It's Friday in the Flower City. Flowers, flowers. You know what time it is. Are you ready? The heart of the city has a booming beam stronger than ever before. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Your weekend starts now. Somebody said it was Friday and we're totally down with that. Welcome to the show. PXY Mornings with Moose. That's Breezy. Happy Friday, you guys. Be careful driving out there. The snow is coming down. And the roads are a little slick. Yes, they are. 24 for your high today. Those flurries are going to get continue into the early afternoon. Coming up at 810 here on PXY. Let's get after it. Boom, boom, bam, 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 bam. Wow. 
Tell me about it. Oh, my goodness. A house cleaner is charged with cleaning out $54,000 worth of jewelry and personal items from homes she was hired to clean at. Right in Geneseo. Oh, no. Police say 58-year-old Maureen E. Shermer was cleaning out jewelry boxes instead of the homes. When will people learn, Breezy? Uh, when will they learn? They won't. I don't, think, I don't think they will. We've seen so many of these people in HR going to jail for stealing from companies, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. judges, um, people in, in government. How long is it going to take before people choose to do the right thing? The Wegmans worker. How many damn times are we going to read an article about somebody getting hired to do something, yet greed takes over? Not only is this woman accused of stealing the jewelry from two homeowners, she also went and decided she was going to pawn the items. <gasps> Oh, my God. Oh, man. So everything's an investigation right now. She's from Geneseo. Uh She's self-employed. Oh, Maureen. Of course she is. Oh, Maureen. She was hired to clean homes in the area. And then two homeowners, you know, they noticed their jewelry and other items had been stolen. And that's when they notified the police. Uh Uh-huh. And now there's an investigation. So court documents say between January 2023 and October... Uh, Maureen allegedly stole items from the two homes, $34,000 in personal belongings from one home, and 20000 from another home. Then she went and pawned the jewelry. Oh. How does that work as a pawn shop owner? Well, they'll look at an item that's worth $75,000, and they'll be like, I can give you 15 bucks." <laughs> like, okay, sold. A lot of times when people come into the home to clean it, Sometimes things are out of place. Yeah, I mean, they're there to, to pick up. So they'll call the cleaner and be like, hey, do you know where so-and-so is? Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But hey, do you Ma- know where my dog is? But in Maureen's case, she had no idea mm. what happened to $54,000 worth of items. So she's scheduled to be back in town, uh, in the town of Geneseo Court in Livingston County on February 6th. Um, the police say... Here's what we recommend before hiring outside services, especially on Craigslist. Yeah. Look into look into a reputable company. You got to get references, guys. Talk to previous employers, see how things worked out with that person. However, that can also be tricky mm-hmm. because a lot of times on resumes, I'd give them this, my second cell phone number and I would answer the call. Hi, we're uh we're calling on behalf of uh, a moose. Did you used to work with him? Great, great coworker, great employee. Worked really hard. I think my biggest red flag of this is you have two cell phones. <laughs> By the way, how many people? How, phones. How many people can afford to get a house cleaner? Who's doing this? How many people afford a house? You, <laughs> Breezy, just put her head down. So. You grew up with a house cleaner. You were so bougie. I got to talk to Beth and Not Todd. only did I grow up with a house cleaner, but when I moved out into my first apartment, I also hired a cleaner. You're kidding. Did you have servants growing up? Did someone drive you to school every day? <laughs> my bus driver. Must be nice to be born with a silver spoon in your mouth. No, that is not true. I feel like I feel like house cleaners are more common than not, and I don't think you have to be bougie to have a house cleaner. I really don't. My buddy tells stories all the time. So he was born and raised in... Africa in Togo mm. and his parents wealthy Indian couple Did he have a house cleaner 
more than that. So his dad owned a company that's the equivalent of Best Buy here in the States. And because of all of the ransoms and kidnappings going on in Togo, Africa, during the time he was growing up, he's about my age, he had to have bodyguards and personal drivers pick him up in a car, drive him to and from school every single day. It's giving men on fire. Right. So, yeah, he he had a house cleaner or two. Mm -hmm. But... When I was in my old apartment, we had somebody come into the building and clean every single Thursday morning. And she knocks on my door and she's like, do you need clean? I was like, oh, I can do it. It's a studio apartment. She goes, 200 $200? For how long are you going to take? I asked my neighbor, how, long, how much did you pay the, the cleaner to mm-hmm. clean your place? He goes, 200 bucks, but she was only there 20 minutes. Oh, my God. 20 minutes. So, okay. can somebody tell me how much does a house cleaner cost? Is it like 150 so it bucks really for depe- two hours? It depends on like the square footage of your home, right? So, like when I when I hired a house cleaner when I lived with like a past partner, we had two dogs. Our cleanliness level didn't match up. So, I got really sick of cleaning all the time and I was like, "All right, we're Molly made, here we come." Um and I think we paid like I don't know, maybe like one forty yeah. every two weeks. One forty. I mean, we also lived in a thousand square foot how apartment. Long, it wasn't how, like that's pretty decent size. But they didn't do a good job. See, this woman, I will say in twenty minutes, she cleaned my toaster. Like I would take pictures <laughs> and be like, Why is there hairballs underneath the bed? <laughs> yeah, they like, just sweep it under there. Yeah. So I'm assuming what what are people paying? Is it like a hundred and fifty bucks for two hours? Guys, if that's the case, if you need a house cleaner, hit me up. I I will it's get the job done. It's a great side gig, but it's so hard to find reliable help for cleaning your house no, when people are out here stealing. Don't overpay. Um, I we had a house cleaner once that literally the the sink just spontaneously combusted. According to her, she said she was nowhere near it. There was a hole in the ceiling. It was drama. You can't do it. It was big drama. Carly's here. She goes, I pay 150 for two hours. All right, well, I'll do you one better, Carly. Give me 75 bucks an hour, maximum two hours. You don't know how to clean, though. Let's be Oh, real. are you kidding me? I get the baseboards in my apartment. I get When you and I were on the That's phone yesterday, apartment. I will clean just the same. All right, you can come over. Uh, you got to pay me, though. Yeah, we were on the you, phone I'm yesterday. I'm picking up dead rats out of your cabinet. When we were on the phone yesterday, Moose is like panting. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, well, I'm just like, you know, elbow deep in my toilet right now. I'm like, what? It's like was. I'm cleaning it. Huh? I was cleaning my toilet. By the way, oh you God. guys, uh, New York State troopers say if you happen to be a victim of Maureen or have any information on this house cleaner, you guys got to call the uh, Troop E headquarters at 585-398-4100. Because there are still people that have not come to the surface yet who are victims of Maureen. Did she take something that belonged to you? I can't believe this. This woman's almost 60 years old and she's robbing the hell out of people. But you know what the problem is? Is like she's getting caught at almost 60 years old. She's been doing this her whole life and nobody's seen thing. That's what happens. That's what happens with these people. And like, again, not to be like that, but there are criminals in the sense of... 
people stealing from HR, you know, people stealing from homes. They do it for so long and they get addicted and they get away with it. And then all of a sudden you wake up 70 years old in a jail cell and an orange jumpsuit. Here's what I don't get. It's 2024. There is a camera everywhere. 100%. People have them in their houses. I the know. fact that you're brave enough to even go into someone's house while you're cleaning and to think they may not be watching you, uh, that's impressive. I couldn't do it. The other day, I was at my aunt's house. I was taking a shower. I was there alone, and I forgot it. She put a camera in the shampoo bottle? I forgot a towel, so I'm running around the house. Oh, God. Butt-ass naked. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm sorry, Uncle Kevin. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. (laughs) That's Uncle Kevin. Scarred for life. We know two things for sure. We pay too much in taxes. Our show is better with you. Better with you. Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. The number one hit music station, 98PXY. Big weekend, you guys. The Strong Museum is opening its Barbie exhibit. Stop playing with them, This Saturday. Guess who's pumped? This guy. That's who. No. This exhibit is going to allow children to learn about professions and be adventurous. And that's really what it's all about. That's why I go to the museum. Right, 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 right. It's my favorite exhibit. I wait all year for this. The exhibit will feature dolls brand new. <laughs> that will represent female leaders, including aviation pioneer Amelia Earnhardt. Earnhardt. She's one of my favorites. <laughs> I love Amelia Earnhardt. NASA scientist Katherine Johnson, Olympic gymnast Lori Hernandez. Uh, They're also going to feature nursing pioneer Florence Nightingale and radio personality and waitress Breezy. (laughs) And hair braider and, you know, motivational speaker. Whatever. The the cool thing, though, about this exhibit is, like, one of the things they're going to have is a Barbie box, like a giant life-size one where you can customize the picture by choosing a career, you can take your picture inside this Barbie box. Sure. Turn yourself into a life-size version of Barbie. Count me in. In addition, the Mary Teresa Friel Modeling Agency, they're hosting a career-inspired show in the museum's Paycheck Theater. That's going to be at 1.30 p.m. When did you? When did we go to uh, Strong last? Uh, I was like, I think it was last month. December, well, we went, well, December for the happiest hour. The happiest hour. Yeah. yeah. By the way, if you guys haven't done we that We also yet, went for Terry's retirement party, though, too. Right. They do this twice a year, I think, the happiest hour. And it's awesome. Yeah, we had a blast. 21 plus. They closed the museum down for us adults. Um, but if you guys are around this weekend, take the kiddos to Strong Museum for the opening of its Barbie exhibit. Yeah, Moose Saturday. is a huge Barbie guy. Loves Barbie. <laughs> Absolutely despised the movie. Couldn't hate it more. I went to my parents' house the other day. Yeah. I went into the closet because I had an old jacket in there, in the upstairs closet. My In the top shelf, my mom has some of her old original Barbies. Did you light them on fire? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You hated the movie. I literally... The credits rolled. I'm looking at you. So what? Like, I'm a, like I'm a film guy. I like to critique movies, just like you do. Breezy's it was big movie the review, biggest movie of 2023. So I I had to like it. No, sure, no, sure. No, but your reasoning for not liking it was mildly concerning. What uh, What's happening? No, you loving the patriarchy. <laughs> Anyways, we were talking about it off the air about Moose's fairly new fear of flying. 
which I don't blame him. Well, no, I, I mean, gotta, I mean uh, pieces of aircrafts are falling off mid sky over Alaska. There's, no, we, we, we're, no, it's Alaska Airlines had a missing door that flew off. No, it wasn't even a door. It was just a piece of the plane. The whole door fell into somebody's driveway, and it wasn't over Alaska. That's what I'm saying. It was Alaska Airlines. Whatever. There was a jet on fire that had to do an emergency over landing. Over Miami. Yep, yep. And then just this past yesterday, <laughs> nobody was hurt, but a plane did slide off the runway at the Frederick Douglass Greater Rochester International Airport due to snowy conditions yesterday afternoon on Thursday. There was about 50 passengers on this flight, which... I guess I have no gauge in numbers or sizes of things. How many passengers are normally on a flight? Well, this was uh, was was this an American flight? Yeah, flying from Miami. I don't know if it was one of those two seater planes. So it's like two seats on each side, right? Maybe, which is probably maybe. I don't know seventy five to one hundred people. I in. took one of those into Chattanooga. I didn't feel safe. Anyways, nobody was hurt. Think. Goodness, but they made the landing and then when they were taxiing back to the gate, things just got a little dicey. They did a little slip and slide. Crews came out. They were stuck on the plane for a couple hours. You know, things happen. These things happen. They were coming back from Miami. And if I were them, I would have booked a flight right back around. Oh my, you're sliding off the runway because of these snowy conditions and you just came from 90 degree weather. Yeah, I think I'll go back. Luckily, they landed safely, but then when they were heading towards the gate, yeah, the plane ended up on the grass. Sure. Thankfully, everyone's okay. It's protocol to send everyone out there to check to make sure people are safe. Right. Which they were. Um, but it's just, yeah, it had me a little nervous. Cause it's I'm, just an unfortunate situation for all involved. I have to go to Vegas next weekend, and I'm like, he I- has to go to Vegas I next have to. Weekend. I don't have a choice. You think, you know, I, I don't have a choice. I have to go. Literally celebrating his own birthday. Have to go. Like, okay. Yesterday after the show, I found out that Breezy was in the studio for hours researching on Google how to find a lawyer. (laughs) Why why does this woman need a lawyer? Is there anyone listening that can help? We'll talk about it coming up next on PXY. Yesterday after the show... Breezy was in the studio for hours researching on Google, how do you find a lawyer? And I think what I found so humorous about this was the fact that I never even asked why she needed a lawyer. I just laughed out loud because I know for a fact she can't afford a lawyer. That's not true. No. It's Pete's White Mornings. It's Moose. It's Breezy. Here's what I pictured. The law firm coming to you and saying, we're going to need you to pay the retainer fee and then you giving them a $20 deposit. <laughs> Good luck, Breezy. But tell us what's happening. Do you need me to represent you? No, literally. I'm very good at this. I'm good at this type of thing. This is just such a classic me move of just automatically jumping to the most extreme case. That's what this is. Like the slightest inconvenience. And I was like, that's it. I need a lawyer. That's it. I literally need a lawyer. What are you looking at a lawyer for? Isn't there somebody else you might be able to call? And no, wh- literally, it was just a, it was just a slight customer service mishap, just a little com- miscommunication. And I was like, "Let's lawyer up. I'll see you in court." They were like, "It's literally not necessary. We can help didn't you with whatever you, you need." Didn't you do this when you didn't get an item that you ordered off TikTok? You told them you're gonna 
What did you say to no, them? No, I said I was seeking legal counsel. Oh, my Lord. And they automatically refunded me the money. You're one of those people that automatically go to lawyer. You threaten with, uh, you'll be you'll be hearing from my lawyer. Literally. You don't have a lawyer. That's actually not true. <laughs> so Tell us why you needed a, why you're looking for lawyers. So the issue was, was that. I'm not going to bore everyone with the long, grown up, drawn out details because it doesn't matter. But basically, I recently switched health insurance plans back in November to be able to get on a, a health insurance plan that would cover medication that I needed for my overall well-being. Need or want? Two different things. Very. Oh, need. Oh, okay. Need. So... I switched plans and I, before I even switched plans, I asked them, you know, is this medication covered? And they were like, absolutely, no problem at all. We'll get you started on it right away. So I was like ready to go. Jan 1 hit the ground running, brand new policy, brand new healthcare plan. Like, let's go. I got a letter back from my insurance company that was like, medication denied. And I was like, Nope, I literally switched plans. They literally told me this was the case. I'm I'm not I'm not taking that answer. Right, right, right. So I lost my mind and I was reading into how I can appeal this decision, how I can overturn it, all of the things. And they basically said either you can write an appeal, your doctor can write an appeal, or your lawyer can write an appeal. Oh and my I was Lord. like, That's why not don't I necessary. do all three? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I do have a lawyer, um, but he's a speeding ticket lawyer. So, like, this what is he going to do for right. me? Right. So, you're basically calling a speeding ticket lawyer to tell him about the health insurance mm-hmm. that you're having an he's issue. He's like out of my wheelhouse. I have so a medication sorry. that's not covered. I want a lawyer up. Yeah, I was like, I'll see you in small claims court. And he's like, no, I'm not representing you. I'm not representing you. I've gotten you out of 75 speeding tickets. I'm not even putting my neck out for you anymore. So I was like, okay, whatever, it's fine. So then I took to Instagram, as as one sane person would, and I just start asking for lawyers. I just start asking for legal counsel. And um, not even 20 minutes after I posted that, I called back the insurance company and I was like, listen, I'm about to lawyer up. They're like, no need. The It was just a miscommunication. We fully have the medicine for you. So it's it was. For you. It was a miscommunication. It fully was. But do you think if it you didn't was. tell them you were going to lawyer up that they would have said that? Do no, you- for sure. Because it literally says in my policy it's covered. They just. So you have a problem. A there's something wrong with you. Yeah, there's something seriously well, wrong Well, I mean, we knew that. There's a ton of things wrong with me. Right. And is the medication to fix any of those things? All of them. <laughs> I mean, breeze. So the the funny part is, is that... Can you even afford a lawyer if, if well, you got one? So let's get into it. So the funny thing that you said that really kind of sparked something in me is that Breezy can't afford a lawyer, which may be true, but I need to tell you a story Back when I was in college, I was driving home from college and just a peek behind the curtain, my senior superlative, one worst driver. I got maybe in the total of the first five years of having my license, like six speeding tickets. That's ridiculous. Maybe not six, but like I was definitely pulled over at least six or seven times for numerous different things. On your parents' insurance plan. Absolutely. So I'm driving home from college and I'm... 
cruising down the back open road of Cato, and I'm going probably 70 miles per hour in a 55. There's nobody around me. It's the open road. It looks like Brokeback Mountain out there. It's so open and free. Gorgeous. All of a sudden, I'm passing a car, and as I'm mid-pass, I figure out it's a police officer. Sure. You know, someone who protects our protects and serves us. So I see him whip around, and I, Speed thinking up. I'm being Speed innovative, <laughs> I dip into an abandoned home. Oh! <laughs> into, into the driveway. There's a for sale sign out out front. Right. It hasn't been lived or touched in 20 years. 20 plus years. And I'm sitting in the driveway. Oh, hoping he's not going to see you. Was this daytime, night? It was like that in between. Dusk. It was like five. Yeah. In the winter. And he pulls up to the end of the driveway and just parks his car at the end of the driveway. So, like, I can't go or come. Like, yep. no one's leaving or going. So now we're just at a standoff. <laughs> and I'm not getting out. He's not getting out. We're just staring at each other. And now I'm like on the phone with whoever at the time sobbing. He comes up to my car, guns drawn. Okay. He's like, he's like guns drawn. He's like, he had two of them on each hip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's like taps on my window. Are you wanted? And I was like, no. He's like, is there a warrant out for your arrest? I was like, no. He's like, why are you evading a police officer then? You literally are evading a police officer. <laughs> you pulled into an abandoned home. Yep. And sat there on my phone texting. <laughs> and I was like, like, listen, like, if I get one more ticket, like, my dad's going to kill me. I'm going to be off his insurance. Like, I can't get another ticket. He's like, well, I wouldn't have given you a ticket. Your back headlights blown out, or your black taillights blown out. I would have just given you a taillight ticket, which they always say, which they probably never would. He's like, but now I have to give you a speeding ticket because I should be giving you, I should be arresting you on scene for evading a police officer and evading arrest. What? what how were you evading him though? Was his I, lights on? No, but I was like avoiding. I av- like I avoided the whole situation. I tried to, anyways. Because you pulled in? I pulled into a drive... Because he was like, who lives here? And I was like, I don't know. Oh. He's like, okay, so now you're trespassing, obeying a police officer, and speeding? He's like, I could get you on like five charges right now. And I was like, bullying my dad. He's like, I don't care about your dad. My dad's a financial advisor. I was like, my dad's living and killing me. He's like... So then he goes, he gives me the ticket, and he's like, can you... like?" He sees I'm from Candigo. I'm like an hour from home. He's like, are you going to make it home? I was like, I mean, like, probably not. He's like, cool. But like, you can't sit here all night. So long story longer. I I couldn't tell my parents about this because this was like the eighth straw. You know what I mean? The eighth straw that broke the camel's back. So I lawyered up. Oh, yeah. Of course. As a college kid. Yeah. I lawyered up. I called Tom the ticket guy. He took care of it. He represented me in court. And to this day, it took my parents, because my like driving abstract had to come out because we had to pay like $500 to the state for me to even keep my license yearly. 
And my abstract came out. My dad was like, what's this ticket in Cato? I was like, oh, I did lawyer up for that. I took care of that on my own. He's like, you know what? As long as I didn't have to deal with it. Yeah, don't worry about it. it. Tom, the ticket guy, took care of it. I literally have like $3 in college. I'm like paying lawyer retainers. (laughs) I'm like, yes. Hey, it's me, Julia, your at work bestie on 98PXY. Each weekday, just after 2.30, I share my life hack of the day. I promise it'll make your life a little easier. The Julia Show on the number one hit music station, 98PXY. Meet me at Rochester, New York. Each passing hour, they dance around the clock to the bright tunes of different countries around the world. Guess what day it is? counties up the Genesee Valley with Rochester as the focal point. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs and go to the window and stick your head out and yell, Thank God it's Friday! Rochester was one of the first boom towns in America. It's Friday in the Flower City. Flowers, flowers. You know what time it is. Are you ready? The heart of the city has a booming, beaming, stronger than ever before. PXY mornings with Moose and Breezy. Your weekend. Welcome to the show, PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy Breeze. It is Friday, the 19th of January. The snow is coming down, 24 for the high today. If you're out on the roads, please be careful. It's there, I said it. Anything goes for the next several minutes. Just pretend there's no FCC. Mm. 585-252-9800. That's getting canceled. People do seem to be unhinged today, and that they typically are at the yeah. end of the at the end of the week. But getting a lot of frustrated text. Why? For example, Adriana says, "If you have some shortcomings, stop complaining about them. I didn't grow up that way. Too many people sit and feel sorry for themselves." Oh, you got a broken arm? So what? Use the other arm. Everyone be so lucky that you are not married to my husband. There I said it. Oh my God. <laughs> that seems to be going super well. Enjoy wow. your relationship. Those, perfect example of what I was talking about yesterday. These are probably high school sweethearts. We've been together since we were 14, and we hate each other. It's so bad. They don't do it because they're in love. They do it for the title. What do you got, Breezy? <laughs> Jeremy's here. Sup, Jeremy? Said I don't understand why people support Girl Scout cookie sales. There, I said it. Why not? Terrible, horrible cookies. Such a scam. Are they going door to door anymore? Where can I get some? No, they just it's put, it's seasonal. Their thing. moms just put them in the the sign up sheet in the break room, and then you just. But go is that for a it. seasonal thing? Is that yeah. between uh, what? What are the months? Is that a spring in the summer? Summer yeah. in the fall? It's a spring thing. I gotta get me some of those peanut winter butter. into spring. The, the peanut butter covered in chocolate, the peanut butter cup thingies. I don't know what you call them. That's my jam. Peanut butter patty. I'll take a patty all day long. Talking. I love a Thin Mint. Oh, boy, do I love a Thin Mint. Ooh, give me Couldn't a patty. I love it more. Give me a patty all day long. February and- 16th is when they go on sale, and then they go till the end of March. Uh, this person left no name, probably for good reason. I'm sorry, but if there's if there isn't anywhere to park, I have to run into the store for thirty seconds. Then yeah, I'm using the handicap spot. There oh I said God. it. They're always available, and I've never been in a situation where someone actually needed it. Oh my God! What a monster! 
I'm guilty and that's of doing from me. I'm guilty of doing it, but only in the the bathrooms. Uh, let's all agree. The handicap stall is definitely more comfy. There was only one time where I used it, and a dude in a chair was waiting outside the stall for me, and I was mortified. <laughs> totally mortified. I'm mortified. Uh, That's so. I bad. had to make something up. I walked out and I saw him. I'm like, like dude, I'm cramp. I'm so sorry. The stall next door was out of order. And as I'm saying that, a guy walked out, just flushed. He's like, he flushed. He's like, no, it wasn't. It works fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, only me. Mm-hmm. Brandon's here. Teaching my mom technology is the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. I've never so badly wanted to play in traffic. There I said it. Well, you just, it's so frustrating. Like, you teach I your mom how to use the iPhone. To tell my, I was trying to like be like, mom, we posted this video. Like, go check it out on Instagram. She was like, I don't see the, I, I don't see it. And I'm like, oh no. <sighs> it's just. I don't so understand the disconnect. funny to watch some people teach others about technology. So my mom's older brother, my uncle Gary, who lives in Denver, he comes home and he's trying to tell my grandma about Uber. Okay. My grandma's there. She's in her nineties. She's, you know, her dementia comes in and out. He's like, I drive for Uber. She's like, what? Uber. It's a ride sharing app. I'm like, what are you? She does no idea what you're talking about. Sometimes the app isn't supported by JavaScript. So I have to. I can't. I can't do it. Anyways, uh, this person says it really doesn't matter that you have a. um, A huge SUV. If you're driving 80 on a 55 with that this much snow outside, yeah, you're going to end up in a ditch. There, I said it. I agree. These people wow. need to slow down. Slow down. Slow down. You always see it, though. Like, even yesterday. Well, yeah, we were talking about Nora. I'm on 490. Guy whips past me doing 7580. For why? I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. You have a very big Jeep with very big wheels. You have a very small peepee. We all, we all get it. Big you Jeep get guy. A, Big Jeep energy. How do you know someone drives a Jeep? Because they have ducks all over. Because <laughs> they'll tell you. They have Jeep tatted on their left thigh. Kneecap. Thigh. Like, what is this? A cult? You want to see the tattoo I just got on my inner thigh? <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank you so much. Uh, mine is this. I don't think that you should have to send one text message to a person in like a short period of time. I'm a big you know, think as we go texter. And a lot of people have an issue with that. I'll be like, hi, next I hate message. It. I hate what are you it. doing? Next message. I have to ask you a question. Next message. Can you call me? Next message. In 40 minutes. It's next so message. uncalled for. Is it? Like when Breezy texts me, sometimes I don't even want to open the notification because it just says, hi, what? What do you want? <laughs> And like 20 minutes will go by. I'm like, hey. And then 20, 30 minutes passes, no response. I'm like, I got a blocker. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's so frustrating. I can't stand it. You what, are you, what are you doing? <sighs> Cleaning my me. toilet. Hi. What have you? Do you like cheese? He's like, I'm definitely blocking you. I'm like, what's up? Can't talk right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, got it. Thank you for wasting my time. <laughs> Let me get over to Nicole here. What's up, Coley? Alcohol tastes absolutely disgusting. There, I said it. If no, I want to, if I want to drink something that actually tastes good and I can enjoy, then I'll drink some juice. 
Well, first off, we're not doing, we're not drinking because it tastes great, Nicole. We're drinking to escape our problems. Mm. Mm-hmm. Apple juice doesn't cut it. It just doesn't. Or just prune doesn't juice. Cut it. Ew. Ugh. You ever chug Ugh. a prune juice? No, I'm good. I did. No, I'm super all set. Thank you. <laughs> no, I've never been more all set. I went to go visit my grandma at the home. Oh, God. I did a shot of juice. I thought it was grape juice. It was prune juice. Oh, right. Pooping uh. for days. <laughs> <laughs> Not having you on the show is like eating a plate with no hot sauce. Wait, people do that? Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. The number one hit music station, 98PXY. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Welcome to the show. Anybody else suffering from Buffalo Bills anxiety for this weekend? Uh, Breezy's been a fan for a week now, and I know it's kicked in on her end. This is why (laughs) I didn't even start to begin with. You know what I mean? This is why it's taken me so long to get on the bandwagon because of, you know, the mental illness. No, but that's the beautiful thing about sports, Breezy, is you never know what's going to happen. You just have to have faith and support your team no matter what. I mean, people who have been Bills fans for years know. They went to four Super Bowls in a row, lost all of them. Nobody's ever accomplished that. A lot of hearts were broken. Have they ever won the Super Bowl? Never. No. And they haven't been back to the Super Bowl since they lost that horrific game to the Cowboys in 94. But when I was being brought into this world, uh, this Sunday, Bills game, Highmark Stadium, the Chiefs against the Bills. It is at 6.30 p.m. And let's be honest, Bills are still looking for people to shovel this weekend. It's ridiculous. Starting today at 2? Yeah. They're going to pay you 20 bucks an hour. Guys, we're having guests. Hurry up, get down there, and clean up. And they don't even have, they don't even offer you tickets. Bring, so stupid. Bring your own shovel. I was like, I can't believe we're doing this B-Y-O-S. again. BYOS. So last Bring Sunday, show up to the game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That stadium was electric. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. They played so great. But when you get there, <laughs> though they say they shoveled. Yeah, they did the best they can do. I give them credit for that. I mean, it's a huge stadium. Right. But only 70 people showed up to shovel. There's thousands and thousands of seats. Right. How many? How many? How many people does it hold? Highmark Stadium. Mm, I want to say. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Isn't it like seventy-five thousand, something like that? Uh, seventy-one. Seventy. Seventy-one. Yeah. yeah. And so a majority of those seats were just so. covered in snow. And a lot of the videos on on social and whatnot show. I posted some people just sitting on piles of snow. There's nowhere to go. So the, it, <laughs> Buffalo is just getting pounded with snow. They're going to do it all over again. I love the fact that Chiefs have to come to Highmark Stadium. They've never had to do that for a playoff game. And uh, Breezy's freaking out. No, I'm panicking. Okay, so they play this game, and if they win this game, when they win this game, they go to one more game, and then they go to the Super Bowl? If they win it, yeah, that's correct. That would be correct. So we only only have two more games till the game. Um. Yeah, so it'd be Sunday. If they win Sunday, then they they would move on. Yes. Um, no, I'm panic stricken, and I have nobody to watch the game with. Not one person. What do you mean? My parents are gone. My friend that I watch it with normally is going to the game to see Taylor, which we don't even know if Taylor's coming. To be honest. Like, she could just be like, yeah, I'm good with the snow. I'm not coming. Uh, My jet can't get in. Yeah, people are like, I think Taylor's already there. You think that woman's sitting in Buffalo? (laughs) Not a chance. 
Not a chance. So it's the Chiefs and Bills on 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 Sunday, and then Baltimore is playing Houston. So the if Bills beat Chiefs, they would be playing whoever wins out of the Houston or Baltimore game. Um, same thing. Green Bay Packers and San Francisco 49ers, and then you got the Lions in, in Tampa Bay. So there's eight teams left. Um, it's going to be an exciting weekend of football, but go and Bills. And there's only going to be four teams left. Here's the rumor I heard. Taylor Swift's security okay. flew into Buffalo. Okay. They checked out the entire stadium. Exits, entrances, where Taylor would get in, where she'd get out. And you have to understand the way the way the Bills Stadium is it's the way it's built, it's very old school. There's no secret tunnels, there's no hidden elevators. Yeah. And this woman is used to going in these stadiums undercover. Sure. There's really no way to do that unless she just kind of walks in the front entrance with everyone else. I was right. told that they don't think it's a good idea for her to show up to Buffalo. Whether this happens or not, I don't know. I would find it I'd be very surprised with a lot of people I think if she didn't show up to support her man in, during a playoff game. Well, yeah, I mean, it's one of his you know, bigger games and It is a big game. Um but they're worried about her safety uh first and foremost. No, for sure. And I'm thinking about if she didn't make it, all of the people that paid $1,000, $1,200 for two tickets to get a glimpse of Taylor, and she doesn't even show up. So what you have to do, and I mean, like, I'm no expert, obviously, but like, I'm looking at a map right now of Highmark Stadium and how it's laid out and things like that. Normally, Taylor's in a suite, correct? Always. Right. Always, always in a suite. The only where to, The only place to really put her, though, in Highmark Stadium would be the owner's suite. Really? So she wouldn't be on the visitor side suite, Pepsi Club. No, she wouldn't be in Pepsi Club. That's where all the that's that's where I sat last weekend is in Pepsi Club. But the the suites up above, I don't know where they would actually put her. I was told by several people it would have to be in the the owner suite. Hmm. Interesting. So that being More to said, come. that being said, no, there's no way she's in Buffalo yet. If, if she there's even, no can, way. I mean, come on, get a grip, guys. Even I, there's got to be a way to get her into that stadium, though. If they do it, it's got to be way in advance. I mean, yeah, and oh, why can't she go in early or go in via, you know, janitor car? I mean, she knows how to get around without no, she being does. seen. No, she does. The first thing people are going to do, though. Not everyone. Some of the Bills fans, let's be honest, they don't care. They're there for the team. Right. But there is a majority of people that are going to be trying to find her. That's the number one <clears throat> for sure. goal for a lot of people. But like you said, there's a lot of people that have anxiety over Sunday's game. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if you don't even if you don't love football, you're not a huge football fan. You know if you if the you, Bills lose, your husband's gonna be pissed or your wife's gonna be pissed, your boss is gonna take it out on you. You know what I mean? So there's a lot riding on this. The stakes are high. And I'm very, very excited. Do you listen? I know we sp- speak openly and candidly on this show. And you can be honest with me. Do you think they're going to win? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. I truly believe that. I, I can't say either way because the anxiety is too high. Weren't you a Chiefs fan three weeks ago? Yeah, are, it's just kind of like whoever's winning at the time. You know what I mean? But are you rooting for the Bills? Yes, I'm rooting for the Bills. You are. But like if something happens with Taylor or something. What do you mean something happens? Like what? 
I don't know. Like, if she gets upset, I'll probably go and root for the Chiefs. I don't know. It's oh. just, it's too much. It's too much. <sighs> I'm nervous. Everybody's done pins and needles about this game. I'm, I'm also Couple... kind of annoyed you haven't invited me over yet. I don't know what I'm doing yet. That's the thing. I have no idea where I'm going to watch the game. And a couple people have asked me if I wanted to go to a game this Sunday. I'm like, I, you know what? Last Sunday was a lot of fun. Yeah. But it was. You were also in Buffalo all weekend long. It was a project. And just trying to get out of Bill Stadium, that was a hassle in itself. This game, Sunday, is 6.30 game. I don't have it in me to get home that late. No. Then get here at four something in the morning. I can't do it. No. I think this we week. We have to ski on Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a lot. Oh, my God. That's right. We got to go to Bristol next week, I too. Know. I know. Mark your Callies. All right. Well, everybody just take a deep breath. Everybody calm down. It's going to be okay. Nobody's freaking out but you right now. I know. You don't even know what team you're going to root for. That's why the anxiety is so high. <laughs> PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Welcome back to the show, you guys. Has anyone ever co-signed a loan for someone and then, in the end, got screwed? Um, A hundred thousand million people. Well, hit us up if you got a story. I would love to hear from you. Here's the latest update. I have some tea. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. I want to share um, on my buddy Paul, who did a very stupid thing. He <sighs> meets this girl. Head over heels. And he always is. He's one of those guys that falls really quick. Sure. And does anything he can to impress them. Sure. So this girl has this poor kid wrapped around her finger. All the Instagram pics are them looking lovey-dovey. Mm. But he looks way more into her, way more invested than she does. Well, she needed a car because she doesn't have one. <clears throat> And I'm also assuming her credit sucks because she doesn't have assets or a real job. Uh, because oh. she does. She spends a majority of her time posing for pics in fancy restaurants that she can't afford to eat at. So he co-signs on a vehicle for her, which is like this $50,000 SUV. <sighs> By the way, he's he's the one that I told you about. It's got the uh, $1,200 per month vehicle. But he's no. he's asking me he's asking me to Venmo him sixty bucks for groceries. <gasps> oh, I'm like, what is no. wrong with my friends? What is wrong with them? So he co-signs on this fifty thousand dollar SUV, which I know for a fact he can't even afford. Last week, they break up. <clears throat> Stop. Now she's saying she's not going to pay for the the car anymore. No, I'm not even joking. So now. I, uh, my question is, if anyone knows, is he a hundred percent on the hook for this money? Because I think so. What is he supposed to do now? Like, how does this work? Is there some kind of loophole where he can get out of having to pick up the payments for this vehicle? <sighs> he's an idiot. Well, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what. Uh, I don't bad. get it. I'm like, dude, what were you thinking? But he's just, he has a hard time reading people. I think that's what Why? it is. How is he able to co-sign a, lo a loan for somebody or a car payment for somebody when he's asking you for $60 for groceries? Well, his credit is decent, obviously. The problem is he's just broke all the time, which is ridiculous. Right. No, for sure. 585-252-9800. Uh, uh, I think it depends on the state, right? For what? 
like different laws for different states, for different co-signers, for different people who are on the hook. Like that, Well, that I don't know. I don't know if it all kind of works the same when it comes to co-signing. You know me, looking for lawyers, so yeah, I'm no, I know. law school. Uh, let's, let me go to Sean. Sean says, hi, Moose. I work at uh, Hyundai, and I can't tell you... Th- I can tell you that he is, oh, he is 100% on the hook. This is why people never recommend co-signing. Does he have title to the car at least? If not, that's even worse. He basically gifted a car to her. Oh, man. So, so they break up. Was it like a tumultuous breakup or... Uh, pretty sure was she it bad. Like, yeah, it, it was a little hostile. And she was like, "I'm not paying for it." Yeah, yeah basically. Oh, she kind of booked. Lindsay's weighing in. She says, "Is his name on the ownership? If not, tell him congrats. He just bought his ex girlfriend a car." Oh, Miss is not looking good. But Everyone's he saying can, the same like, thing. Take it back. No. What? Well, uh, I. She has it. She has the vehicle. So how does that work? I would. I'll see you in small claims court. I'll see you in. You know. Grand Larceny. Court. That's the problem with co-signing, and I've. I, this is not the first time I've heard of this. I had friends that this happened to too. Mm-hmm. Dude stopped making payments on his vehicle. He's like, I don't have to pay for it. What? It's in your name. You can easily screw somebody over. Remember a couple months ago we talked about this? That girl I shot a film with. She's from Australia. Oh yeah, she asked you to. Like, she co-sign asked me to somebody? co-sign a vehicle for her because she's out of. I'm like, absolutely not. No. And then she tried to pull a guilt trip on me, but I don't have a car. I was like, well, that's your problem. Yeah, like, take the subway. I don't How know. How stupid do I look? Do I look like my buddy? Take an Uber. Yeah, right? I it had. When was the last time he asked you for money, though? <clears throat> it's been a little while, thankfully. Maybe he's maybe he hit something big, you know? I think this is one of the big problems with my buddy, is when he is head over heels for a woman, he will do anything and everything for them. Anything. It's hard for him to see past their crap, because he's just got <clears throat> blinders on. So it won't matter. Is this a newer girlfriend or was this one he's had for a minute? Newer. Oh, no. So it won't matter if you say this woman killed four people. He will tell you. Not my Julia. No, he'll tell you why she had to do it. And he'll try to convince you that it was for the right reasons. And that she's a good person. She's got a good soul. Well, you also said that the same person has toxic positivity. That's him. Yeah. The universe will supply. Years. The yeah. universe will supply. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it hasn't. <laughs> You've been saying that for years. Alex says, "Stop dating flaky women." Put it all in caps. I no, I I'm I'm with you, Alec. Uh, Christina's here. She says, "Cosign takes priority over everything." My father cosigned a co- uh, consolidation loan for my brother. And then my brother died. Oof. Sorry to hear that. This person says, I co-signed well, for a boyfriend of six years. Then we broke up two months later. If they didn't make a payment, you have to take it or they'll screw your credit. I know. But going back to what Christina said, she said her brother died and then all her debts, all his debts were forgiven in death. Unfortunately, he may just have to wait for his ex to pass away. Oh my god! Kind of dark, Christina. I feel like there could be another way, but very, I, I get very what, morbid. I get what you're saying. Uh, like, I mean, moral of the story here is I, I would never co-sign for anyone. I mean, my first car, my father co-signed for me, but he had perfect credit, and he told me he's like, "You slip up once, you are done." 
Don't you dare F up my credit. I get where he was coming from. You get the belt. I get where he's coming from, but co-signing for anybody, even you know a significant, significant, significant other you've been in a new relationship with, is the worst thing you can do. This is how easy it is to screw somebody over. You know what the bigger problem is here? My buddy Paul still will not learn from this. He he may no. do it again in a couple months. No question is, what is he going to do with this SUV? Not us going to Pawn Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So. It's oh, just real. It's going to get really ugly. I wonder if he can, like, get it towed because he legally owns the car. They're, the only thing, <clears throat> the only way to do that is if he stops making payments on it. She's not making payments on it. Then they're going to come repo it, and then his Can't credit is screwed. Can't they get like screwed. a bounty hunter or something? You watch a lot of TV. I do. So. Hey, it's Evans, and I'll keep you in the know on everything happening right here in Rochester. Because I actually live here, just like you. Along with tons of PXY music every afternoon, starting at 3 on 98PXY. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.